Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Toy Photographers Podcast, the official podcast of toyphotographers.com. My name is James Garcia, and I'm excited about this week's show because I have a returning guest, my good friend, Tony Tillich. Tony, how are you doing today? I am excellent. Thank you, James. Yeah, thank you for coming on to the show. I, uh, I'll give a little bit of background on why you're here again, um, not just because I enjoy talking to you, uh, which I do very much, but because <laughs> I, I felt terrible that on the podcast a couple weeks ago, Christina brought up that we have moved communities in the Toy Photographers community. Community. We, uh, after the demise of Google Plus, we have moved to MeWe and Flickr. Uh, she brought that up on the podcast a couple weeks ago, and I, frankly, was kind of out of the loop and didn't really know much about it. The more I thought about it, the more I realized that we needed to explain more to our listeners about what's going on, uh, how they can get in touch with us now at these new communities. Uh, Tony, you were really instrumental in creating the G Plus community we had, and then you became really instrumental in finding a new home for us. So I thought you were the perfect person to bring onto the podcast and talk about it. Certainly. Yeah. So thank you for being here. To start, though, I, I want to. Uh, you've had a busy year since you've been on the podcast last. Uh, you've been to America and and had a great trip here, and you've were helped out with the Melbourne Toy Photo Safari. So I want to just touch on those briefly and just catch up with you a little bit. How are things going now? Great. Yeah, you're right. It has been a, a busy year. I've actually been uh, between jobs. In fact, I've only actually uh, just signed a contract for a new job by yesterday, actually, which is great. <laughs> Congrats. Means I can make some money and buy some more toys. But uh, as far as the year's been concerned, uh, toy photography-wise, uh, it has been uh, busy. Jan and Lee and uh, myself put together a uh, photo walk to coincide uh, with your Oregon toy safari, actually, over there in the US. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Although when it coincided, it was really only by date. We tried to get a hangout session going while we were uh, at St Kilda, the location that we're at, and, and we couldn't get on to anybody. So uh, it was more of we were there uh, in um, uh, in spirit with right. you guys. <laughs> uh, we had a great day, and uh, it was beautiful weather, and we got a really good turnout. Uh, it was 16 people, and that doesn't sound like a lot, but talking to Brett Wilson about these things, anything over about 20 people tends to become more crowd control than anything. Mm. So small groups work very, very well. And so we had a great day. We had a lot of uh, new photographers that came. Uh, they were not new photographers, but new toy photographers, and uh, they had a ball as well. So we, we met new friends uh, who have come to the meetup, uh, which was uh, in October, and uh, we have new members uh, in our group because of those uh, those two walks uh, or the meetup, as the second one was called, which was run pre- uh, predominantly by Brett. Yeah, that's awesome. Yes, and uh, also, of course, I, I came to see you good folks in America, and it had a, a two two parts to it. Uh, one was uh, I have an interest in aviation, and uh, I saw more aircraft than I think I'll ever see for the rest of my life, which was absolutely <laughs> fantastic. Uh, and um, a big part of it was actually coming in and meeting many toy photographers. I met uh, toy photographers in Washington, uh, Tourmaline, uh, came up and uh, we went out for lunch in, uh, in Washington, D.C. I uh, met yourself and Mary Woodell in uh, Portland. Uh, Shelley, of course, in Seattle. That was probably uh, the most uh, frenetic 36 hours of my life. I think <laughs> Shelley and I had an absolute ball. It was great fun. But I must admit, by the time I got to Portland, a day later, I was actually still processing Seattle. It was, uh, it was so big. And uh, I met um, Julie Blair in um, uh, in uh, LA, which was great, and uh, and uh, Crash, and Melissa in um, 
in San Francisco, which was uh, which was also excellent as well. And I actually met a couple of non-toy photography Google Plus photographers as well. Oh, interesting. Uh, in San Francisco. Uh, probably my biggest time, though, as far as toy photography was concerned, was catching up with uh, my, my best mate, uh, Jason Nevermore, uh, in Ohio. We just had an absolute ball. I, I think within a 10-mile radius of, of where he lives, I think we went to every toy shop, every comic book shop, and every fast food outlet that we could get anywhere near. <laughs> so that was uh, get coming up for uh, Halloween, of course. Everything was very Halloween-y, and uh, that's something we don't celebrate here in uh, in Australia too much and uh, it was great to see the way you Americans do Halloween it was huge uh, Jason and I had a ball yeah yeah we take Halloween very seriously here it's it's a big deal <laughs> absolutely so yeah look it has been it's been jam-packed that was that was a month uh, in the US we had a, a lot of fun as, as uh, you and your wife and and I did on the night that we met in Portland mm-hmm. and um, it was oh, what would I say it was memorable life memorable if that makes sense i suppose you know things that you'll think about you know decades to come here oh i remember that time i was with james and you know or you know i remember the the, the time i went out with jason we went to the quarry whatever it might be yeah it's it's amazing how you've met all these people online through the toy photo community and then were able to travel to a foreign country stay with a bunch of these people meet them in person and it was totally natural totally fun meeting you just for for the dinner that we had it was it was one of the nicest dinners i think i've ever had just hanging out and talking toys and you were telling us stories about your trip and it it was just like hanging out with a a really good friend even though it was the first time we'd ever met in person absolutely and and part of that was of course your your great choice of restaurant or jordan's great choice of restaurant (laughs) yeah i'll I'll give her credit for finding that great chinese place (laughs) (laughs) No, it was. It was really great. And and, um, uh, they're memories that I'll keep uh, uh, for for a very, very long time. Yeah, that's great. And uh, hopefully other toy photographers can travel and and meet each other in person as well, whether they be at meetups or or just on vacation or or touring, whatever it might be. I think it's a a really great experience and something that people should definitely seek out if they get a chance. I agree. And and I noticed that coming back from Oregon, the the people that I've spoken to that that were at the Toy Safari uh, with you in Oregon, uh, Brett, of course was one of them and we uh, Janin and, and Brett and I got together for a, for a coffee and uh, we couldn't shut him up he was just uh, <laughs> just absolutely you know he had so much to tell us uh, about it, all, all of his trip in in the US but uh, the toy safari he just you know, it was just so big for him. And, and I understand that now, uh, now that uh, Janin and, and I have been involved in two toy photo walks or meetups, and I've been to see you guys in the US, I couldn't recommend it highly enough to, to actually go out and spend time with other toy photographers, even like yourself, even if you don't go out and shoot toys, you just mm-hmm. talk about toys. And I don't know, probably three quarters of our conversation wasn't even about toys. It was right. about all sorts of things. So that, and that was great. Yeah, it really was. So thank you for, for making the trip and, and taking the time to, to hang out. It was really, really fun. Well, thank you to you all and, and, and to America in general for, for your hospitality because uh, I love the whole country. One of the, the, the brighter parts was actually meeting people that I wasn't intending on meeting, just people that came out of the woodwork, if you like, you know, in, in a particular scene and, and, and offered me rides to places without me asking or even looking like I needed them and things like that. And I, I found um, you Americans very, very hospitable and, and genuine people. And that was uh, that was great. Good. That's good to hear. <laughs> you, you also asked about the <clears throat> the meetup, uh, which um, Brett put together. Uh, Janet and I helped, but Brett was instrumental in putting together in October. That was uh, that was big as well. Um, that was I think about another sixteen people uh, oh, nice. returned 
return visitors. So I feel very, very pleased with what Jen and I did in, uh, <laughs> in May because obviously we didn't scare people away. But we also had new people, new participants as well. And that was great. Some of the non-toy photographers came back and joined us again. There were about four of those. And uh, in fact, they've uh, actually moved over to MeWe uh, in another group mm. and uh, have joined us. In fact, um, of our, and we'll talk about this later, but of our, our currently our 80 MeWe members, six of us come from Melbourne. <laughs> so, and I'm <laughs> nice. sure that had something to do with the meetups. Yeah. Those people that weren't toy photographers, did they bring toys for the second meetup? Yes. Yes. Yes, nice. they did. In fact, actually, a couple of them uh, in the first one uh, brought toys as well because we encouraged them to do so. Uh, and there were some actually really wild toys uh, that came out in those two meetups. One of our people, uh, Kelvin, our participants, brought this the scariest looking, I think it's a Funko, uh, Pennywise. Uh, hmm. Still still today, he, he posts photographs of it, and it's one of the creepiest figures I think I've ever <laughs> come across. But yeah, look, that's great. Somebody came with a, um, a stuffed giraffe, uh, about you know 12 inches high, uh, hmm. and took photographs of that. So yeah, there were some toys that I, I never expected to see. Uh, t- terrible weather, unfortunately, uh, on the uh, October day, but we sort of had a bit of a plan B, and uh, the rain backed off for a few hours to allow us to actually get out and uh, scrabble around on the ground a little bit and get slightly dirty knees, but not too much. But everybody seemed to have fun. It was great. And I know Brett is really, really keen on uh, uh, another one as well at some stage. In fact, maybe even something a bit, um, I don't want to steal his thunder, but something maybe a little bit longer than, than just a day. I want to switch gears a little bit and talk about the closing of Google Plus and our new community on MeWe. For people, I know that we talked about this on your last interview episode, but for people that may have missed that or, or just need a quick refresher, can you just briefly talk about some of your history with G Plus and specifically the toy photographers community we had there? Yes, indeed. I joined G Plus, um, I think it was sometime in 2013. I think in our original podcast, I said 2014, but I, I think it was earlier than that. And I am a general photographer as I stated in our first podcast and I came into toy photography almost by accident I was using minifigures as as almost a measuring device for a project that I was doing and uh, and I got introduced to Shelley's work and of course you know the rest is history I I saw <laughs> people that that Shelley admired of course and I admired and and uh, before we knew it Shelley and I were good friends and she was hassling me about becoming a moderator in a new toy photography group that she wanted to start however on Google Plus, it was actually taking over an old community and, Mm. uh, oh, sorry, an older community. So we did that in uh, early 2016, I think it was. And uh, yeah, because I think it's been running about two years. And we started off with about 4,000 people in the community. And we still have, I think, in the community about 3,600. And that's mainly because the community was an open community and anybody could join. And there was a lot of dead wood if you like where people were just joining you know just for you know, as a part of a social media popularity contest as happens sometimes the mewe community is is a lot smaller than that but smaller doesn't mean worse smaller actually i think means better in a lot of cases because we yeah i would agree we get a small amount of engagement from given the the the, uh, the membership size in google plus we've got a small amount of engagement uh, whereas in the new MeWe community, we actually have quite a large amount of engagement 
for the, the, the size of members that uh, that we have. So, yeah, so that ran for about two years. And, of course, on October the 7th, uh, US time, anyway, we uh, found out that Google Plus was closing down. <laughs> I think I might have actually given it the kiss of death somewhere along the line because I had, had actually a, a schedule to actually go in, uh, to Google headquarters uh, in Sunnyvale on the Wednesday because I was in San Francisco at the time mm. and uh, we we're going to go out for lunch with some Google Plus, uh, you know, the, 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 the demigod moderators of Google Plus and that was going to, I was really looking forward to that and on Monday I got this email saying, oh, by the way, you know, things are in disarray here, um, <laughs> we have to cancel. So that was very disappointing. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, these these things happen, and um, we've we've moved on to something else. So. Right? Yeah. Let's talk about that process. Once the once the news came down that G Plus was closing, the first question we all thought was, okay, well, what happens to the community? Yeah, it's um, it's interesting. A lot of people uh, kicked into gear very very quickly, and there's still some hanger oners uh, on G Plus that that seem to be happy to just whinge about the fact that G Plus is uh, closing down, and I found that that. That actually is disappointing as anything, really. Uh, platforms are platforms. You know, Google is a, is a corporation. You know, like uh, many corporations, they make business decisions. And we might not like them, but they are what they are. And so I was really, really pleased to see that um, uh, Shelley, uh, Brett was uh, otherwise occupied with something else but uh, at the time, but, but Shelley and, and a few core people uh, got together and said, hey, look, you know, what are we going to do? Uh, we don't want to lose people because quite often when they make these announcements, people just fall off. Uh, and mm-hmm. we've seen that, of course, over the last few weeks, that uh, Google Plus has got a lot quieter than what it used to be. My notifications have gone from about 50, 60 a day uh, down to about three or four. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> that's, uh, that's not a good sign. So we got into <laughs> yeah. it very, very early, and it was a little bit sparse out there as to what we could actually find to replace Google Plus. I mean, there's plenty of stuff out there social media-wise, but Google Plus was unique uh, for several reasons. One, because it, it had a real community vibe. And and I said this in our first podcast, and I still believe it. There is nothing out there that does community as well as Google Plus, including MeWe. It gets very, very close, by the way. But Google Plus has always been a fantastic community platform. Google Plus was also great in the fact that it integrated a lot up until about two years ago. Uh, and so we probably shouldn't have really been surprised. I know I was disappointed, but not surprised to hear. Yeah, that me too. Down. And I think a lot of us that, that have maybe been involved in some of those Google Plus communities like Vanguards and moderators and create, I think we all got the feeling that it was going to happen sooner rather than later. But yeah, to get back to, to what Google can do, there was also that beautiful integration up until probably about two years ago where it didn't matter if you're on the computer, on a mobile, whether you're using Google Plus, Google Photos, Google Hangouts, you know, all those sorts of things, they all fitted very, very well together. Again, nothing quite does it like Google Plus did it. Because to be honest with you, Google Plus is starting to drop that sort of engagement or that sort of interaction between the uh, the products as well. So yeah. I think they've pretty much cut it adrift. Right. Uh, and, and I think we, us that are still on Google Plus can actually see that happening. So what did we do? We, we went and we had a look around. Uh, we had a look at uh, Diaspora. We had a look at uh, Mind Mind or Minds. I can't remember now. We talked about Facebook. Uh, Facebook is a is a hot potato, of course, uh, with some of their newsworthy actions. <laughs> and um, even though we actually put it up, we actually put the vote to the, our toy photographers community as to what they would like to see, and we gave them about four choices. 
<laughs> Miwi wasn't one of them actually at the time because we, yeah. we had we hadn't actually spent a lot of time uh, actually looking at uh, Miwi. We didn't understand it. However, we put it to the the uh, the community and both Flickr and Facebook were pretty much neck and neck. I think Facebook just necked out Flickr by 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 a couple of votes. But the problem with it is Facebook is very contentious, and we knew that we were going to lose some key members of our community if we went to Facebook. So even though it got more votes, and it is functionally, uh, it is actually very, very good as far as having a, a closed community or closed group, I think they call it. But what we want to do is we want to keep people, we want to keep engagement. So we had to actually factor that in to mm-hmm. it as well. So <clears throat> MeWe had early potential, and so we started looking into MeWe plus um, Diaspora, or there was an offshoot, if you like, of Diaspora called Plusbora, and that's also – it's basic. It's very good, but it's, it's fairly basic, and we felt that it wasn't going to give us enough as a community, and we also had to pretty much host it ourselves. You could go on to – other groups to be hosted, but we sort of felt as though it wasn't necessarily going to take all of the exodus from G+, and we thought that that may be a problem for us. Mm. Plus, you know, it's, it's hard enough finding, um, what would you call it, storage um, resources for the, the podcast, the blog, uh, you know, to add then sort of a community on top of that is just extra money. And let's right. face it, we'd all rather spend money on something else. <laughs> I like MeWe so far, and I think it does serve as a good substitute for G plus functionality wise. Can you talk a little bit about the things that did draw you to the platform and and why we eventually did decide to stay there? Yes. Look, I think part of it is um, uh, Mark Weinstein uh, is the uh, CEO of of MeWe. He's been around a long time in the social media space. uh, And he's also a um, a very active um, advocate of privacy issues. In fact, uh, if you see anything in the news, you know, there's a, there's, the sort of at loggerheads with uh, with Facebook over over certain things. I, I don't think they send each other Christmas cards. <laughs> so that was something I think that drew us to it. I mean, everybody I think is concerned about being data mined or at least aware of being data mined. And I don't think anybody necessarily says, oh, please, please data mine me. You know, it, right. it's, it's, a, it, it's a trade-off. You know, you, you, you get a, a platform and, and you give them something in return. It's it's either money or, or it's uh, or it's being the product. I think Mark Weinstein says it's, or Mark Weinstein says it's, you, you're, you're either the, the subscriber or the product or something. Yeah, I'll find the quote because Shelly Shelley wrote a great post about this issue that I really want people to check out on toyphotographers.com. Uh, it's called Free is Never Free, and she talked about some of these issues where if you're not paying in money, you're paying in privacy or your your personal data or whatever that might be. And there is a great quote that says, um, if you're not paying for it, you're not the customer. You're the product being sold. And that's a, an Andrew Lewis quote. Ah, uh, there we go. Yeah, look, I think it's great. And, it, and I would recommend that uh, blog post too. And that pretty much came from us going from Google and, and having to Google Plus and having to think about where we were going mm-hmm. and uh, it, it is an excellent blog post to to uh, to, to read. So uh, MeWe, I, I think it's the closest thing we're going to get to Google Plus. We actually probably need to factor in also talking about Flickr as well because it really is a, a two-parter mm-hmm. now, the, the community. You don't have to. You can just be on MeWe if you wish, if you, if you don't like Flickr for whatever reason. However, Flickr offers better image quality and uh, better uh, better exposure to the outside world. MeWe, because of its privacy and uh, its in, in seriousness with privacy, means it's it's 
a bit of a a, a walled community. And mm-hmm. it's great for people that are on MeWe, but if you if you want to be known outside of MeWe, you really need to be somewhere else. And, you know, probably Instagram or Facebook, if you want, uh, or Flickr uh, are probably better to do that sort of thing with. Even though with the Flickr announcement that there's only going to be a thousand free photographs from, I think, February 2019 onwards, it's I think it's still actually a viable option. We, we were just about, to be, just about to announce, actually, that it was going to be a MeWe and Flickr deal, and uh, Flickr came out with <laughs> their announcement. With an, uh, we looked into it and we thought, no, it's still the best way to go. So that's Flickr. MeWe is a great community platform, and it actually brings some things that Google Plus doesn't have. And one of them we were talking about just before we got on to our recording was the chat function. Mm-hmm. There's a group chat function. There's an individual chat function. And it actually pops up in the MeWe window, so it really becomes part of the platform. In fact, uh, just actually having a look at my screen, if I can get it up and running, there are actually several parts to MeWe, and that is there's a home timeline type type function. That's where everything comes together. There's the chat function. There's the group functions, and we have a what they call a selective group uh, on MeWe. There's a pages function, which sort of almost looks like the, the sort of pages you get in, in Facebook, and that's something you actually have to pay for. And then there's an events function, which is something we used to have on Google+, and they broke about um, probably three or maybe four years ago. Hmm. So uh, MeWe is actually quite integrated in its own right. It also seems to talk reasonably well with other children, uh, with, ex- with the exception of Facebook, as, as you'd not be surprised. So you can pretty much post a link from Instagram or you can post a link from Flickr uh, or your own blog uh, if you've got one. And it pops up quite well on, on the MeWe home screen. So it actually looks reasonable. There's a fair amount of compression in, in MeWe. It's another reason why we've chosen Flickr. But it, it it's all right for discussion purposes, I suppose. What I really like about it is that community aspect and that the people in that group are all toy photographers. So they're people who are solely interested in what you're doing and what you have to say and the tips that you're giving or advice that you're asking for, or whatever the case may be. So what I really like is that You'll post your photo normally on Instagram or Flickr or Facebook, wherever you normally would. And then I think of MeWe as an extension of that where I can share one of my photos into the group. You guys have all seen it because you all follow me on Instagram and Flickr anyway. But now I can drop my photo into the discussion group and say, hey, what do you guys think of this? Or which one of these two shots do you like better? It's kind of a kind of workshopping place or a place to open up discussions about my photos, share some behind the scenes tips that you can't really do on another platform like Instagram or or Facebook or something. I, I really like that it is more closed off and that the people in there are other toy photographers and that gives it a really interesting feel that you don't get on another platform. Actually, it's interesting that you should say that because I think it's actually even, you can throw Google Plus in that as well. Mm. I, I think it's actually better for the, that than Google Plus. And the reason I say that is Google Plus was still open uh, to the outside world. And we found already that the people are opening up a little bit more on MeWe and showing uh, their weaknesses, if you like, uh, mm-hmm. where they wouldn't maybe normally do that on Google+, because you're still putting your, your heart and soul out there. So you always want to, if you're out on the in the real world, you want to be showing your best face. Right. Whereas we're finding that the people will 
open up a little bit more and say, oh, actually, you know, I'm really, I don't think I've done a very good job of this. Can you maybe help me out? Which is something that didn't often happen on Google Plus. So one thing I loved about Google Plus or the community side of Google Plus was the fact that it was very supportive and very positive. Mm-hmm. And MeWe is is being even more so. I didn't expect it, but it's 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 in a way Google Plus was community. MeWe is starting to feel like family. Mm. I like that. Uh, and that's even better. Yeah. So in, in a way, MeWe is not Google+, and, and it's sort of not as good, I say in quotations there. It's not as good as Google+, but I actually think it's better in a lot of ways. We're very small. We've only been going for two weeks now. We've got um, a little bit over three dozen members on Flickr. Uh, we have a bit of 120 posts, which is which is pretty good, and because uh, not all of our members have, have gone over to uh, Flickr. MeWe, we have, well, when I checked about an hour or so ago, we had 80 members, nice. and uh, it, look, it doesn't sound much when you, you talk about Google Plus having 4,000, and another group I was in had 14,000, but in the end, you, you count the amount of people that were actually interactive. In fact, we did. And we actually invited people who were active on the Google Plus community. And over the last roughly three months, there have only been about 150 active people. So really, we're halfway to being as big as we were on Google Plus and it's only two weeks. Nice. So I wouldn't be surprised if we get that little bit bigger, but a solid core of uh, toy photographers and people who are interested in toy photography there's there's an open invitation for those that maybe would like to try it you can always leave the group if it if you find toy photography is not your thing but uh it's it really is there for anybody not just toy photographers but we want interested parties we don't want people just joining because they can put another feather in their cap you wrote a great post on me we actually explaining the it was kind of an FAQ about how the new community works, the new hashtags, all that kind of stuff. Can you briefly just go through some of the the new things there for people that are interested and and want to know how to use the platform and how to best engage with our community there? Yeah, this is probably my only complaint, I suppose, about MeWe is MeWe is very easy to use, and it's probably part of the reason for this this issue. There's not a lot of help. Uh, actually out there on on MeWe. And I think because it's newish, certainly newish to a lot of people anyway, it's been around for a couple of years, but it's really had prominence, I suppose, because of the exodus out of G+. And so there's not a lot of help out there, or if there is, please somebody tell me because I can't find it. (laughs) Um, There's an FAQ page and there is a feedback form where you can actually feedback issues with the, the, the platform itself. But I'm really talking more about getting to know it just as a user. And so I decided to post and uh, what they call feature or in other platforms, we call it pinning uh, it to the top of the uh, the community group, family, whatever you want to call us. <laughs> and basically one of the problems that we have with, uh, sorry, no, it's not actually a problem. It's, it's just something that's different from Google Plus is we don't have categories anymore. So we used to have my toy photography, tips, tricks, and behind the scenes, uh, blog posts, you know, th- those sorts of things. And we popped them into categories as we were actually posting our individual posts. That was great because if you wanted to have a look at all the photo challenge for the month, especially if you're a judge like uh, you and I are, mm-hmm. uh, you could then say, oh, this is all the photo challenge stuff. Let's have a look at them and compare them together and, you know, we'll judge them. You don't have that opportunity. There are no categories in, in a group. So we thought about actually starting several groups, but then hmm. we realized that, that was actually going to fracture the community. So instead, we went to uh, hashtags. 
And so we have uh, TP underscore behind the scenes, TP underscore my toy photography. And what you can do is you can actually filter them out then as, a, as an individual member. Obviously, they need to be the same. Otherwise, you're not going to get everything that you're looking for. So right. I just <laughs> posted them to the top of the community or the group. And the idea is, is is people can actually find them in a drop-down list. Once you start to post them, it actually gives you a drop-down list as you actually post the next post. It's it's a little bit intuitive and it doesn't work all of the time. So it helps to actually know what categories you actually have. Plus we've made less categories as well. So that makes it easier. We, we, we have a feature that actually rotates and uh, it's when I get around to doing it, but we feature the monthly challenge, which uh, is fairy tales this uh, particular month. And Shelley's put a great post out about that. You know, mm-hmm. who does fairy tales better than um, uh, Shelley? I'm not too sure. Um, <laughs> but uh, then we have the uh, FAQ, if you like, if you want to call it that. And then there's also a third post that we pin, and that's actually about the daily hashtags that we started on G Plus. Things like No Figure Friday, Toy Dino Tuesday, Toy Day is Pun Day for the for the Sunday. There's those as well. And we've started actually uh, adding some new ones. We've got um, uh, Woo Wednesday now. Uh, so um, Sensei Woo from uh, Ninjago uh, <laughs> is uh, is one that's uh, been suggested to us. Uh, Toy Car Tuesday uh, is another one. And uh, Throwback Thursday. So actually that was one that I put in there thinking we've got all these great things on G Plus that new members into MeWe may not see these great photographs and these great posts. So I thought if we have a Throwback Thursday, we can bring some of our favourite photographs back into the community without feeling as though we're unnecessarily recycling them. MeWe is my platform of choice now. It used to be Google Plus uh, and I'll be putting all of my resources or as many of my resources as I can. So I find it somewhat frustrating to go onto different platforms and see the same photographs and and like the same photographs on all of these different platforms. Please, whoever does that, don't think I'm having a go at you. I just find as a user that that makes it hard and it takes me away from being able to engage uh, in mm-hmm. other platforms. MeWe has some really funky little quirks to it too. Um, and, and liking is, is one. You can actually like with any emoji uh, yeah, that's like actually that. <laughs> in the list. So we were talking about uh, one post that I had with um, the wolf from uh, Red Riding Hood, and I managed to be able to find a wolf emoji, you know, to, to send back <laughs> on somebody's comment. People are having a ball with uh, animated gifts in in the chat. We've we've had some uh, uh, some animated gifts that have almost made me cry. They've been that funny. Um, <laughs> so again, I think it just sort of adds uh, a, a a bit more friendliness, I think, uh, to the community that maybe we didn't have the opportunity to do, or, or people didn't feel maybe comfortable enough to do in text. They're doing now in things like emojis and animated GIFs. And and it's actually, I think, bringing a few people out of their shells a little bit, which is great. I'm really thrilled too, because we lost a couple of people on uh, on on G plus and then look people come and go you know on, on any platform of course I'm not going to say that we're going to keep everybody on MeWe either but we lo- we lost a couple of people that I personally was disappointed in in seeing leave because they were such great photographers and and I was really heartened to see they've actually joined us on MeWe and and are very engaged as well so that that's great obviously Google plus wasn't their platform MeWe is so that's really good to say. That's all the questions I had for you, unless there's anything else you wanted to, to talk about with MeWe or the new community or any, anything else you want to add? Um, no, look, with the exception of maybe, you know, just saying a couple of things about MeWe, I, look, I don't think so. I've, I've probably talked your ears off as I, as I tend to do. But um, 
MeWe, if I just reiterate, it really is, it's feeling like a family. Uh, it is quite easy to use. And even though there's not a lot of help out there officially, it's not that hard to work out. And uh, if you're part of our community, just ask. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm finding in the chat, people are actually answering before I get anywhere near it. Uh, by the way, this isn't my community. It says I'm the owner at this point in time. It's under my stewardship until it till it passes over to Shelley. She's busy with other things at the moment. So even though it says I'm the owner, I'm not the boss here. I'm, I'm really just an administrator <laughs> uh, on Shelley's behalf. But it's been great. Uh, I've, I felt because it says I'm owner, I feel as though I have to answer all of these things. And I'm finding that people are jumping in before me time zones being an issue of course and i'm thinking oh thank goodness you know thanks mate <laughs> for doing that for me <laughs> saves me having to answer so please ask, ask the question on the on the chat is probably better than on your timeline or or actually in the group go onto the chat and ask it have a look at the faqs on on MeWe. it does give you a, a good overall idea of what's going on plus there's a terms on there you really want to read the terms we as a community have aligned to very very similar beliefs as MeWe. so i think that's one of the reasons why we fit uh, uh, quite well into it you know we, we're not about sport spam we're not about bad mouthing people you know we, 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 we're obviously not about porn all none of those sorts of things you know we, we like nice people and um, we like people who are interested in toy photography whether they're toy photographers or otherwise so read those uh terms, read the FAQs and and just ask questions uh, in the community. Uh, you need to request to join. It's what they call a selective group. So you either get invited or, and of course, those people that we don't know that are out there, we're not going to invite you because we don't know you. Please ask. Make sure you put a profile photograph up. It'd be nice if you could maybe have put a post or two on toy photography, if at all possible, and uh, and we'll invite, we'll uh, bring you into the group. Yeah, and I'll make sure to include the link to the group on the blog post for this episode on toyphotographers.com for people that want to click that and, and join up. Thank you for, for coming onto the show again. Uh, it was great to have you. It's always such a pleasure to chat with you. Thank you for inviting me. It was a pleasure as always. Thank you so much for listening. You can find new episodes of this podcast and daily articles on creativity and toy photography on our website, toyphotographers.com. You can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. We also ask that you please leave us a five-star review. That'll help spread the word about the show and help us get noticed. You can find us on Facebook at Toy Photographers and on Instagram at underscore toy photographers underscore. Music for this week's episode is courtesy of freemusicarchive.org. And finally, you can reach out to us with comments, concerns, recommendations, etc. at toyphotographypod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. I'll see you guys next week.